Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Cult Popcha podcast was brought to you by our Patreon. If you want to tell us which films we should watch or get two extra exclusive podcasts a month, then please consider joining the cult and donating at www.patreon.com slash Welcome back to uh, comic book movie genital cast, where we discuss <laughs> our favourite comic book movie or comic book character genitals. Last week oh. we got pretty in depth with Batman's dick, and uh, what have we got on the plate this week, AJ? Um, you've really just jumped in, and, and I was not prepared. I was under the impression we were talking about uh, embarrassing moments from superheroes childhoods this week ah, okay um no we're not but if you would like to take that offer and run with it then please do um okay um, what about when superman was young and he had to uh let a bus of children die otherwise they would find out that yeah. he is superman yeah. yeah what about when uh batman's parents got shot it's pretty embarrassing yeah <laughs> Boy was his face red with blood. Robin died when he was like 17. <laughs> Mate, what, what a idiot. loser. <laughs> um, no, but welcome back, uh, our lovely listeners, to the Cult Popshire podcast. The voices you're hearing soothing your sweet cochleas uh, today <laughs> oh. is myself, AJ, Richard. Hello. And Jess. Hello. All right. It's even funnier the second time. Um <laughs> So, yeah. So this is this is our off one of our off week episodes, and the last off week episode that we did, we talked about the state of the DC cinematic universe, whatever it's actually called, um, and it got it was I guess kind of well received. Well, not not any more than any other episode. <laughs> not but, any more than say Batman v Superman. <laughs> but we thought we would, um, you know, give it another go and. We thought it'd be fun to put to do a trilogy of um, podcasts in between film franchise four nights, where we discuss the other superhero cinematic universes that aren't Marvel and how bad they are doing. Um, so we put it. We put up a poll on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash cult Um Where we are like, what one should we do first? Uh, Fox with X Men or sony with spider-man characters uh, and people voted for like the winning vote was fox with x-men so we'll do the spider-man sony stuff next fortnight um but it was a quite a, a close vote which to me means that people are equally as interested in both both ideas so that's yeah. good or they just saw a poll and thought that and vote. they were like haha which gif is funnier yeah yeah exactly I tried to not do funny gifts though. Oh, 
while you so did you not go. succeed, I was <laughs> busting my gut <laughs> laughing wow. at them. At the picture, at the at Venom, the gif of Venom. Yeah, and a gif of... I think it was one. the Dark Phoenix. Dark, yeah, it was the Phoenix, mm. wasn't it? Mm. So, um, for those uninitiated, which might be no one listening to this, because I feel like our, our target audience has somewhat of a grasp on how this all works but for those that don't know fox the the film production company um currently and have always or at least have since they bought it owned the x-men intellectual property x-men being a a marvel comics comic i guess um but of course, X-Men have never appeared in the MCU. You've never oh. seen Wolverine fight Iron Man. And but that's we have white. seen Wolverine and Spider-Man share the screen together. When in was that? the um, outtakes for the first X-Men film, oh, Spider-Man runs into frame. Yeah, that's right. What a simpler time. Um, well, Yeah, when you could just do that across different companies. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if, if, you've always, if you've ever wondered why... Yeah, the X Men aren't in the MCU. It's that's why it's because they're owned. the The film rights to the characters are owned by different companies. Marvel, obviously, now being Disney, um, mm. and yeah. So mm. the thing is, though, is that while um, the X Men series, which we've actually covered in a full episode of Film Franchise Fortnite, so go check that um, out. Dub 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 dot facebook dot com forward slash cult popsha. Scroll back uh, about. 19 20 months and check out the post from there yeah um so yeah but what we're more going to be talking about today is what is the deal what's going on with them because like dc and as we'll find out next week like sony and airline food yep there is a deal going on and what's the deal with them the deal well that's what we're going to discuss and i will say as well there are there is controversy going on with marvel at the moment but I don't know, maybe we'll talk about that at some other point. We thought it'd be more fun to, like, revel in how how bad other cinematic universes are going. Um, and to be honest, X-Men isn't actually going that bad, but there's still some... Oh, boy. There's still some, yeah, there are some developments recently that would make you um, cringe at Vomit. what's happening. So, yeah. Um, cool. So, what we're going to do specifically in this podcast is I thought we could... First, discuss um, the state of what's actually happening with Fox being bought by Disney um, earlier this year, and then we'll look at some of the upcoming films, both confirmed and apparently confirmed in the X-Men slate, talk about them and how they're probably not going to get made, and then kind of discuss some you know podcast good podcast fodder, like how would the X-Men even be put into the MCU um, and whether they should. I'm I'm quite nervous for this podcast actually because um I I kind of grew up on the first three X Men movies and I loved them like I was in love with Magneto he was just I thought the coolest person but I've he's ever the seen. Bad guy. Yeah, you were in love with cool. with old Magneto, not hot young Magneto. Nah, but like his powers were the coolest yeah. in my just mind. Just loves oh, bad okay. boys. <laughs> Obviously, Ian McKellen. Mm. Um. But yeah, so I'm worried that this is going to ruin the X-Men for me because I know that you guys will probably have quite strong opinions about it that may transfer into my sponge of a being. I don't have strong opinions about (laughs) X-Men, to be honest. (laughs) 
And I'd also say we're not so much talking about the films that have come and gone because some of the X-Men films have been, like, fantastic and some of them have been bad. It's more now it looks like the train is going off the rails. Yeah. Tell me more so, about that, AJ, because I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, well, I will. So um, as of around late 2017, there was um, chatter that uh, Fox was selling essentially itself its entire company bar its uh like news stations which is hilarious because fox news is like the it's like the worst crystal buying aunt of of (laughs) of the media world yeah but Um, you know why that they're not selling the news because they're so controversial that it makes it popular no it's because legally they can't own a certain share of the like so if disney can't buy fox news and then have abc news and fox news like oh really like, yeah so they, like there's legal and i think there's issues with the sports as well but there's like yeah there's legality because like the supreme court has to okay the the buy so that you're not creating a monopoly um mm. and so yeah which they buy. are but yeah, but, um, um, but yeah, not can't. with the news. Yeah. So so has um, that happened already? Does well, Disney question. already own Fox? Good question. Because last end of last year, I would have said, "Yep, they do." But then the, then Comcast came in and started counterbidding, and it was all very confusing. So I actually looked it up to finally put to rest where it is as of the fourteenth of October two thousand eighteen when we're recording this, and basically the the acquisition of fox by disney has been approved it was approved on july 27 but they haven't they don't have it yet so fox will be ready to close the deal by january 1st 2019 um there's a bunch of processes that need to go need to happen before this is you know actually happening so it probably won't be january 1st um but the deal is on track to be finalized within the first two quarters of 2019 so what also known as one half um how much did they buy it for do you know disney have bought fox reportedly for 71.3 billion dollars fuck that's more than i'm so much more than i thought it would be in my head i was thinking like oh yeah like 12 billion no well because you're like they um, get more than X Men. <laughs> they're, they're getting like the Simpsons. They're getting like Alien and Predator. Like basically any Fox property, which is a fair portion of of like Hollywood films that isn't the news, is going to be owned by yeah, Disney. And it's so much bigger than just films as well. Yeah, and actually that's yeah, a fair that's point. True. I don't know actually what yeah. the mm. whole ownership of Fox is because I don't really pay attention to that sort of thing. And that's fine. I probably wouldn't be able to tell you what fox owns either i can tell you everything um, name a thing and i'll tell you fox owns it um, uh beetleborgs beetleborgs what? there's fox kids i knew that one nice <laughs> what about fox news it, that's fox well okay uh what about you me. damn he knows his stuff <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no the um but this whole the deal uh you know it'll be ready to go january 1st probably closed second quarter uh, 2019 but like what this means for like marvel so disney's gonna own the simpsons yeah wow uh but you know we're not gonna see marvel uh, if fox characters in the mcu for like like 2021 at the earliest i would say yeah i wonder what the buyout is actually gonna mean realistically like what's actually gonna change yeah well, so here's the thing is that the the nerds of the world um, are kind of celebrating because this means that, um, you know, 
the X-Men and the Fantastic Four can theoretically be in the MCU, but almost every other people group who understands what's happening is quite worried because what this means is that Disney will own... I, can't, I don't know the exact percentage, but it's like uh, it's a like crazy majority it? of the of the of all Hollywood major blockbusters and stuff like that. So they are creating a monopoly. It's just not. It's it's yeah. It's not one hundred percent, but it's disturbingly close to it relatively. Um, yeah, but that's that's the thing as well that like the Supreme Court has to look at is that they're not doing it too much where it's yeah you know yeah. So, despite the fact that um, this has all but spelt the end, or at least the the reboot all the rebootal of X Men series, which started in like two thousand, so older than the MCU by by a fair margin, and yeah. um, you know it's been it's around before me. we yeah it's been been <laughs> been around before we were even talking about cinematic universes. Um, this has not stopped fox from announcing creating casting confirming other x-men films and there were a lot more than what i thought when i looked into this i thought there were Mm. about four or five but there's way more um so we're going to go through and i'm going to tell you some basic facts about the upcoming x-men films and we can maybe talk about if they look good or if they look bad because a lot of them they all range from looking bad to looking like they're not actually going to happen. <laughs> right. So, like, so that's that's kind of the state of Fox aspect of going through. It's not just, here's what the next X-Men movie's coming out of. Like, sp- specifically this first one that I'm going to talk about um, is like, why, it's, it's, it's the ultimate why would you even bother <laughs> right. movie okay. with, with... Can I, with can I what, ask a really quick question? Yeah. Um, so does Fox do Legion? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that's going to be brought so over. Yeah, but Legion has has the um, advantage of not being explicitly set in the X-Men universe, in the yeah. X-Men film universe, so it could probably... And it would be a wise decision to continue that show on because it's getting some pretty dope reviews. Yeah, but it's it, amazing. It would, pretty well. it would come to a natural end by the time this is all yeah, done, that's I true. reckon. Still got a that's few true. seasons in it, I think. A yeah, couple that, of seasons, because I, I mean... I, I agree. They... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so the first X-Men film on the slate is called Dark Phoenix and Boo. it's coming out next year. So if you haven't seen the trailer that came out recently, uh, Dark Phoenix will be set after the events of X-Men Apocalypse. The X-Men are now national heroes going on increasingly risky missions, but when a solar flare hits them during a rescue mission in space, Jean Grey loses control of her abilities and unleashes the Phoenix. Um, it is going to be directed by Simon Kinberg, who has written a bunch of X Men films, I believe. Um, none of the good ones. And um, <laughs> yeah, this is his the, directorial debut, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is actually. Yeah. Um, and the, the sort of the funny thing about this is that both Dark Phoenix and the New Mutants, which is the next film we'll be talking about, have been pushed back so much over the last year and a half that it's just like hilarious it's just and. Dumb. Um, recently after the Dark Phoenix trailer came out, like two or three days later, it was pushed back from February of 2019 to June of 2019, which is not a wise move after you release your trailer. What Feels are they, like that's... What are they doing to it? Yeah. <laughs> Have yeah, they finished that, shooting? That's the question. Like, obviously not. They're doing, yeah, they're doing reshoots yeah. for Dark Phoenix. Mm. Yeah. Did they realise it was really bad? Both. And they're like, you know what, let's just reshoot the entire film. Yeah, but it's interesting because like... 
they um it was coming out in february and now a leader battle angel which was coming out in december has been moved to that spot and the deadpool before christmas has taken over the december spot mm. i didn't even write that one down but yeah the deadpool before christmas is another probably movie we should talk about briefly um which is basically a recut of deadpool 2 that's made pg uh, or pg-13 um so all the, PG, all the it's stuff like for kids Right, and it's going to be Deadpool telling the story to a now grown-up Fred Savage in an identical set from The Princess Bride. Um, so, yeah, that's also another one, I guess, on the horizon. I didn't bother writing that down, but it does it does still beg the question, Fox, what are you doing, mate? Like, which is sort of oh, the I attitude like the of this podcast. The Deadpool, so. the Deadpool before you do? Christmas. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people are just like, oh, well, this is fucking dumb. But it's like, it's not, you know, they're just re-releasing a movie in a fun way like who cares you're not forced to see it it doesn't erase deadpool 2 if you liked it it doesn't make any worse or any better Mm. if you liked or didn't like it you don't have to go Mm. see it but now it's like there's a whole new audience that can go see it there's an extra movie on at christmas time that's like vaguely christmas themed if you want to go see it i I don't see why anyone would have an issue with it but people online seem to think it's like the worst idea they've ever heard it's probably Mm. because people think that they're better than it yeah, you know. I, I, I'll be keen to go see it. Yeah, well, like, it's all in fun and games, and it's definitely in keeping with the whole Deadpool humour, so I yeah. don't understand. And a lot of people think it's Fox testing the waters for a PG Deadpool, that, like, if he has to move to Disney. Obviously, they're not going to let him say words like um, booby or penis. And so, you know, they need to see if, if Deadpool is still funny without the B and P words. Hmm. The BP words. Yeah. Better petroleum, yeah. better people. <laughs> Fair enough. So the thing about Dark Phoenix, though, is it looks pretty bad, or at least it did until the trailer, and the trailer didn't do anything to reignite any level of excitement. But leading up to it, everyone was just kind of like, this doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah. Um, it's it's a sequel to the worst of the X-Men prequel films. It's it, it's a, a remake of the worst of the X-Men yeah, original films. Essentially, because the Dark Phoenix storyline was already explored in X-Men 3, The Last Stand. Yeah. Um, and my favourite criticism, the, the criticism of it that really speaks to me the most is that it's set in 1992. And so James McAvoy and, um, and uh, what's his name? Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender have like eight years seven years eight years to end up looking like patrick stewart and ian mccallan which yeah, so like so they, they haven't aged at all each of these since the 60s yeah the, each of these are a new decade and yeah. they haven't aged a day well yeah. they've aged a couple and of years based on when the films it's, came it's about out. to catch up with them though dude because in the in the next Ugh, few and, years but the, to me the worst mistake of dark phoenix and I'm not even going to... Normally I say well, I would say something here like, I'll reserve judgment. But like, fucking Sophie Turner, man. What a shit actress. Like, <laughs> she was so bad in X-Men Apocalypse. I've never watched Game of Thrones, so I don't have any kind of attachment to her. But everything I've seen her in has just been terrible. There was that one episode of Game of Thrones I watched. The most recent one. The season, what is it, like seven finale? I don't know. Um, yeah. And was she that, was real um, bad in that. That episode of um, Baby Shark that she was in yeah the baby shark she did with james corden she well that was with james corden though who i dislike way more than sophie turner yeah so it brought her down to his level 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Josh Groban was able to, you know, rise above it, which was good. Um, Did he, though? I'm so disappointed yeah, in I Josh Groban. Yeah, I don't know Groban. if, if you're, you're basing this on anything other than your appreciation for Josh Groban. Yeah, well, I love Josh Groban <laughs> and I hate Sophie Turner and I hate James Corden. But- so, as someone, I have watched Game of Thrones. Um, and I actually quite like Sophie Turner in Game of Thrones. There was a time when she was probably my favourite character because I really liked her storyline. Uh, but that being said, yeah, she was terrible in X-Men Apocalypse and it's weird she's, to like, think... Like, distractingly bad. She's, she's just quite flat. Yeah. Like, I reckon even in Game of Thrones, like, like you said, her, like the story around her was good and interesting and mm. there was other characters that sort of pulled hers up and how, yeah. you know, invested I am in her character. But... yeah. She is just she just plays a girl, yeah, with no depth. Yeah, I think totally. And so the the it's weird for the X Men producers, which are currently Fox, to think what's the next movie we should make after the critically panned X Men Apocalypse? How about one that's based entirely around the least popular character in X Men Apocalypse? It'd be like if. If Phantom Menace came out and the next movie they confirmed was a Jar Jar Binks spinoff. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> it's a weird decision. And do, you, um, do you think, like, when they cast her, they were like, what's a popular redhead person at the moment? Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. Yeah. There's, yeah. like, every Game of Thrones actor, actor and actress has had their, like, their shot, and this is hers. Like, Kit Harrington had, like, Pompeii or something. Yeah. He was in that. <laughs> And, um, also Seven Days in Hell, which he was really good in. Yeah, well, you know. But, <laughs> like, I'm not convinced, and maybe we'll do a podcast, we've, we've toyed with doing a podcast about this, but, like, I'm not convinced anyone from Game of Thrones is a good actor apart from Peter Dinklage and Lena Headey. And Sean Bean. Sean Bean, yeah. But, like, everyone else that, like, made their name on Game of Thrones is, like, everything I've seen them in is just, they're just trash. Nicolaj Costa hmm. Waldo in the other woman <laughs> Natalie Dormer one of the worst performances the seen. other woman <laughs> um so okay that's that's fair enough so basically with the amount of this movie gets pushed back and um like just the the amount the biggest it, it, it looks like a big mess from our perspective and there has been rumors and you know completely unsubstantiated rumors of, of things like they're just going to can it because of the the disney acquisition anyway which they wouldn't do because it's a movie and it will make a little bit of money and yeah you know, also interesting that, to note that's about that's that film decision. is it's just called dark phoenix not x-men dark phoenix mm, which i think is them learning a really obscure lesson from logan and deadpool of oh yeah. we don't put X Men in the title, they that's won't think what it's made the films good. <laughs> Not even that's um, why people went to go see it. They're like that's what was good about it. When does yeah. um so new mutants come out? Uh that's been pushed back again. Comes year. out like end of next year. But huh. that apparently, I mean, I guess we're segueing to talking about it. But apparently that is. It's getting reshoots as well, but the reason it's been so delayed is not because the reshoots are so intensive, but because they haven't been able to get everyone back together for them yet. Uh, oh, well. Mm. Yeah, so moving from one um, actress who plays a Stark sister in Game of Thrones to another actress who plays a Stark sister in Game and of Thrones. And everything the, Game of Thrones. The, the New Mutants. Um, so, yeah, The New Mutants is currently due to come out August 2nd, 2019. Um, this will mean, I read somewhere online, that this will mean that the actual movie will come out 
around two years after the trailer debuted which i've never heard of happening with another film yeah before which is hilarious um and that's because it was pushed back a lot um yeah the 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 reasons for the reshoots in this case was because they wanted to make the film more scary which is actually kind of a that's all right i don't mind if that's a cool reason to yeah to push a movie because i think it was similar to like the suicide squad thing where they released the trailer and everyone was like fuck we real like this aspect of the trailer and they're like oh shit we were just playing that up for the trailer i guess let's go read it the movie so that it's kind of like Mm. that because Suicide Squad originally looked really fun and everyone was like, oh, I'm DC's finally doing something fun. They were like, shit, that's all the fun parts of the movie. So then they <laughs> recut it to try and make it more fun. I think they're mm. doing the same thing with this. So if you haven't seen the now over one year old trailer, I think, might not be, um, the film is going to be about five mutants who are discovering their abilities while they're held in a secret facility against their will. They will fight to escape their past sins and to save themselves. Oh my god, AJ. That was so beautiful. So Josh Boone was hired to direct this film. I don't really know who that is. Um, and it's acting as a spin-off to the X-Men film. So again, it doesn't have X-Men in the title. Um, yeah, it's it's got Maisie Williams in it. It's got the um, dude from Stranger Things in it. It's got um, the girl from Split in it. It's got a beer so in it. I, huh? It's got a beer in it. A beer. A beer? A beer. A beer, a bear, or a beer? A bear. A bear. A beer. A beer? A beer. This is... A beer. Like a, like a, a grizzly yeah, bear? Yeah, a grizzly bear. The villain is a beer. What? Oh, okay. It's a demon. Bold, it's called Demon Bear. That's, that's the character. So right. it's a remake of Brave. Of what? <laughs> Brave? <laughs> no, it's Brave. a remake I'm of so Brother sorry. Bear. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> of the two films that the x-men films that are coming out next year that look like a very uh quiet swan song for a franchise which will soon be um dissolved uh this is the one i think looks like the better film <laughs> really uh, um yeah i think they both look real bad I, really you really no, like I, new mutants when the trailer came out no i didn't i'm i'm so sure i remember you really like i was lying it. to impress you huh i just wanted you to think i was cool uh well you succeeded i guess i made i made a video about this a while ago where basically my my point was and i've said this a few times on this podcast that while i don't think the new mutants looks amazing i think um fox and x-men are doing what no other cinematic universe is doing at the moment and that's playing with genre which we saw with logan and deadpool somewhat and i really like the idea of an x-men horror film whether this will be a good film i still applaud their um moxie for trying to do something like notably different yeah i think that was my thing it's like if i wasn't so invested in the art of a franchise i would have no interest in seeing it but i'm like yeah that's cool Mm. cool you're doing that yeah yeah and I kind of wish, like, the likes of Star Wars would do a little more genre play. But if you want to talk more a about more... Star Wars, go back and listen to our What's the Deal with Star Wars podcast, www.soundcloud.com forward slash cult pop Scroll down about three months and then check out that discussion. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything that you'd uh, um, want to uh, plug on this podcast, Richard? No, no. No, you're good? Okay. I thought you were going to go full on um, 
soundcloud.com forward slash cult popcher forward slash tracks forward slash <laughs> one seven eight nine two forward slash the dash state dash of dash star dash wars dash and that's fine hi- yeah. hyphen <laughs> slash slash question <Yeah>. mark <laughs> mm. so those two films are the only ones that and the Deadpool Before Christmas are the only X Men films that have been filmed and are more or less in the can and will almost definitely be released at some point. But there is one more that is on the slate of confirmed, which I don't think is going to happen, but by all accounts it is. Uh, and that is the Gambit film due out in 2020. So the Ga- Gambit is a is a mutant in X-Men. Um, do you guys know about Gambit? Uh, yes, he's I pretty, know everything about Gambit. He's like Omega level, isn't he? He's pretty big. Uh, I don't know if he's Omega, but he's, he's a fan favourite. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to really, if you could really quickly describe who Gambit is? Uh, so Gambit, guys? like, he was in... Um, X-Men Origins Wolverine very briefly played by Taylor Kitsch I believe but his his power is that he can like transfer kinetic energy to things so his his go-to thing is like cards like playing cards and so he makes them into like mm-hmm. little he can make them you know shoot them and explode and shit like that yeah and he's a New Orleans yeah, he's uh, Cajun kind of dude oh Cajun. no he yeah. is a mega level and I remember why it's because he's one of the only mutants that can create energy like the Iceman. Yeah, Iceman is the other one. It's yeah. like Omega level. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool. So um, this film has been in production since 2014. Wow, was when that's they like four when they years ago <laughs> when they first said that they were going to do it. Um, so it's probably not going to happen. You probably not. I mean, but, but by all by all accounts, it's it's never going to happen. Um, no one's really got any faith in it, except for Channing Tatum, who is attached to play Gambit, and has kind of treated the film the same way Ryan Ryan Reynolds treated the Deadpool movie, um, which is cool. I kind of admire these like direct voices making a trying to get a film made it's not necessarily the director but still yeah um so speaking of the director though there have been this film has has run through several directors including rupert wyatt who left due to scheduling conflicts um doug lyman who left to direct justice league dark another film that's probably not going to happen yeah which he since has left i believe oh uh, has he okay there you go um and uh Gore Verbinski was also signed on as director, but then also left um, in January of this year. Um, and it's current, as far as I can tell, it's it currently doesn't have a director attached. Um, but Simon Kinberg, who's kind of the um, we talked in the State of DC episode about who was who was the Kevin Feige of DC. I think Simon Kinberg's more or less the Kevin Feige of X Men. Mm-hmm. Um, he has stated that the film is intended to be the start of multiple installments focusing on Gambit. 
um and this is what they've said is that production will begin on the film in the third quarter of 2018 uh which must be now uh no we'll be <laughs> into the be. fourth quarter now wouldn't we yeah i guess um and the film is scheduled for a release of march 13th 2020 uh filming will commence in new orleans i think that might be a bit outdated because i'm pretty sure it's, it hasn't begun shooting yeah yet. they they commented um, on especially without a director recently i'm pretty sure like they just mm. said something about like an upcoming slate and gambit was in there and it was like the first time they've mentioned it in a while yeah and it's it's like no one's acknowledging the fact that their company's been bought <laughs> like right, yeah, they're yeah. being so ballsy with what they've got planned because no one's been like well obviously there's not going to be a gambit movie because disney's bought fox although that would be a nice way to um to jump over the hurdle of gambit being played by taylor kitsch in a separate movie is be like yeah he's well, yeah, channing tatum's the mcu yeah mcu's one. gambit um yeah, yeah. So I, I'm I think that'd be cool if it happened again. I I like the idea. I don't know what genre specifically this one's trying to be, but it still seems Probably like a heist movie. Yeah, yeah, heist movie. which is cool. Like it's cool. Again, I just X Men is a good platform to explore other genres through the lens of. So I like that. Um, so yeah, I would love this. Probably out of the those those three New Mutants, Dark Phoenix, and Gambit. Gambit's by far the one I think I. Would, would be the most excited for but it's also the least likely to happen oh no oh i'm sorry AJ. Mate. yeah Are you okay sorry buddy <laughs> how you know, doing this become, go to the park this become a podcast where me, aj mom? just relays information and people don't care about it so they're like oh that's oh, AJ. that sucks what do you want for dinner <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go get ice cream though we can pop out yeah John, we'll get an ice cream on the way home. All right. How's it sound? That's good. So, <laughs> um, in development, we're now in the section four. So these are films Da-da-da. that that Da-da-da. it wouldn't be too much of a headache to cancel right now if Disney right, okay. announced a complete uh, absolve. What's the right word? Like a complete um, assimilation. Yeah, yeah. Overhaul. So the first film we've got here is an untitled X Force film. Um, so Mark Millar, who wrote the the graphic novel of like Kick Ass and uh, Kingsman stuff, he's a creative consultant for Twentieth Century Fox and Marvel Comics. Um, and he stated that the film would feature five characters as protagonists. I think one of them's supposed to be Deadpool. Um, yeah. And it's more or less like Deadpool's answer to the Avengers. Um, so. As recently as February 2017, Joe Carnahan has signed on as a director. Um, I I recognized the name and looked him up and was like, I've never seen any of Joe Carnahan's movies, but he directed the... Did he do The Grey? Yeah, he did The Grey and The A-Team were the two most notable examples. I've seen both of those. Okay. I guess I've seen more movies than AJ. Could could he do... (laughs) Could he handle the burden of an X-Force film? Honestly, I... There's no director I would prefer to take that. that. <laughs> Not even AJ. Yeah, come on. Not man. even myself. Mm. Wow. Um, but yeah, no. And so X Force was kind of set up in Deadpool Two as well. Yeah, yeah. Like we true. got a version of something they called the X Force. Like, yeah, and I th- and that was supposed to be like Deadpool Three. They talked about just being an X Force film instead of instead of Deadpool Three. Mm. And so yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of like a. Chekhov's gun that we're waiting to have be fired. Hmm. And if you want to learn more about Chekhov's guns, hit up 
www.youtube.com forward slash watch question mark lowercase v equals lowercase M capital N lowercase WP capital VG lowercase A underscore lowercase E capital V lowercase O. And what is for it? more information? Okay. That's the Waters Chekhov's gun. Oh, right. Um, so, yeah, so Carnahan... Yeah, paid is... off that gag. <laughs> that you what Googled what it was 10 minutes ago. Um, Carnahan is writing the script along with Ryan Reynolds. Um, Drew Goddard was also attached to write and direct, mm-hmm. so maybe that's more of an update. Um, yeah, Drew so, Goddard's good. Yeah, and uh, Rhett Reese. I don't know who that is. Said the film. He's one of the two writers of Deadpool. Right. Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. They wrote Zombieland right. okay. and the Deadpools. So he said the film would be an R-rated take on the X-Men, which I feel like we've kind of we're well into R-rated takes on things by this point. Um, yeah, by ones that have the words um, words like you know vagina and Whoa. diddle in them. What does that Some word mean? Mate. Diddle. No vagina. Never heard that before. Talk to your mum about it. My yeah. my mum's right outside my window, my bedroom window, and I feel like she heard me say vagina. Go ask her what it means. I don't want to. AJ, come on. Think of the content. When I was 12 and listening to um, What's My Age Again um, by Blink-182, I asked my dad what sodomy meant. Because <laughs> it's in the lyrics. So that was fun. What did he say? He said... It's uh, anal sex. <laughs> Did he say it like that? I think I can't remember. He didn't seem too it's, perturbed uh, to be answering that. It's uh, anal sex. Um, so the next uh, film that is currently in development is Untitled New Mutant Sequels. Um, pretty pretty ballsy <laughs> to even put that on the on the page, really. But there you go. Um, and in December 2016, it was stated that. Uh, New Mutants was pitched as a spin-off film to uh, 20th Century Fox that encompassed three films that would build upon each other in the X-Men franchise. The first sequel will feature Warlock and Karma joining the team. And he also said, this is the most interesting part, he also said that each film will explore a different style within the horror genre. Again, something that intrigues me deeply. And I wish that I hope they get the first one right so that if they do get to these movies, which are probably going to get cancelled in, in four years, that, um, you know, I hope that we get to see something that, that kind of realizes that. I, what other yeah, horror cool. movies? Because if the first one's like a haunted house, haunted asylum like movie. A, well, yeah, because you think of like um, American Horror Story, they've had Asylum. Mm. Um, and so, you know, maybe we have Hotel, Apocalypse, Roanoke, uh, Carnival. Freak Show? Was yeah, a Carnival freak feels show. like. Freak show. A Freak Show would be the obvious one for an X Men film. I'm surprised yeah. they haven't done that Coven. before. What did you say? Coven. Witches. Coven, yeah, the Witches. Mm. I think that's all of them. Uh, and then the original ones, the, the house. Haunted House, yeah. Mm. yeah. Did that get retroactively named something? What? I think it was Haunted House. I think it's it's called like America. It's a retroactively titled American Horror Story Murder House or something like that. Isn't oh, it? yeah. Yeah, actually, you're right. I think it's Murder House. I don't know. It's on Netflix. Murder House on the Prairie. <laughs> Murder House on the left. Murder, um, she wrote. Oh, that's just not even got house in the title. Uh, so moving right on through these, the next film that is currently in development with Fox is 
uh, an X twenty three film. Um, so oh, James nice. James Mangold, who directed Logan, um, said that with the int- introduction of Laura slash X twenty three and Logan, that there is a possibility that the character will appear in future films. Um, Kinberg has said the film is in development and that a script is being co written by Mangold and Craig Kyle. So again, it feels a little like by the surely by the time an X twenty three movie g- gets to filming that. It, it won't even, you know, it'll be, it'll be bought, it'll be in Disney's hands by then. But there you go. Yeah, they'll have to bloody make X twenty four. Well, they did, and he ruined Logan. He was the worst part of Logan, and I stand by that opinion. And um, I'm surprised not not, not enough people talk about it because it's clearly the weakest part of Logan. Um, so, but the his next, greatest enemy was the himself. next film um, in the slate. Is Richard. is did one? Did you just come up with that yourself? Yeah. Wow. So the next film in the slate is Sorry, one. Sorry, AJ, you, you go. So the next film in the slate is one that is almost certainly not going to happen for more than just the fact that it's been bought by Disney, and that is uh, James Franco's Multiple Man film. Um, oh, that's right. I was excited for that. Yeah. So in a in a similar style to how. Um, Ryan Reynolds kind of took ownership over Deadpool and Channing Tatum took ownership over um, uh, Gambit and I guess Hugh Jackman retroactively took ownership over the Wolverine role. Um, James Franco has been really pushing to make a multiple man film or a James Madrox is his real name um, film. More like James Franco. Very good. Um, And so my understanding of multiple man is that he can clone himself or something. Um, yeah, and this was going to be a film noir, right? Yes, that's right. And again, it's like genre. Yeah, let's do genre. Let's do a film noir. And it honestly feels like that's intentionally what they were going for. And then Disney fucking bought them, and now they can't do any of these wonderful things. Um, not that I don't. Yeah, I don't, although I wouldn't say Disney's ruined that just yet. No, sure, that's true. We're maybe I'm maybe judging my acquisitions before they they are acquired. Um, so <laughs> as the old saying goes, yeah. So obviously James Franco, um, this was announced like right after, um, the, the disaster artist came out, but since then he's been in what's just seems like scandal after scandal with the me too movement and stuff like that. And while I, I liked the disaster artist quite a bit, I'm starting to feel like maybe James Franco needs to just disappear <laughs> right, what about then tommy wiseau as multiple man but playing james franco wow that would be that's a movie the worst I'd, fucking movie. yeah it'd be horrible <laughs> um i don't know you get dave I'd still, everyone still likes dave franco so maybe he could play multiple man yeah yeah so the next the last like official named film um, that's apparently coming out as an untitled Kitty Pride film. Um, so Tim Miller, <sighs> Tim Miller, who directed to uh, Deadpool, is signed on to direct a Kitty Pride film. So great, probably won't going to happen. Kitty Pride, Woo-hoo. yeah, yeah. What a weird character to choose as your like pet project. Yeah, um, the most yeah. boring character in X Men. <laughs> oh wow, she can walk through walls. Cool. Yeah, she can walk through walls, disappear, and fly. She's much more unique than the other guys. Now there's. A fucking X Men movie we need, what? Danny Phantom. <laughs> I would like a Danny Phantom live action film. Fuck yeah, Danny Phantom actually has dope powers. He's a Phantom, 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 Phantom. You know who should play Danny Phantom? Zac Efron, Lucas Hedges. 
yeah, yeah. He's Vogue. Timothy Chalamet. Oh. He should play everyone. He's so dreamy. <laughs> Um, so the only other projects that have that are really worth talking about is apparently um, there's been like a, a a Fox summit and people are still p- planning X Men films, um, and that they are mainly focusing on mutant based teams that could expand the film series. Um, apparently, the Alpha Flight and the Exiles are characters being developed for a film adaptation. So cool. <laughs> those are all the projects that are. Almost all, almost all of them, probably, almost certainly, aren't going to happen. Um, but there you go. So t- it seems to me that the X Men series, while it's had its faults and it's kind of in a downward swing at the moment, a lot of these projects kind of excite. Like it feels like they're on the the verge of a pretty interesting time in their film run. You know, would you agree? I like. I am excited for new. Mer- mutants and different genres and stuff but uh, you know there's always just like the golden era of a certain franchise and sometimes it just needs to I don't know like Legion is so good and it's I feel like I wish they'd do more stuff in a different format yeah I know more that experimental not, stuff as well yeah well, and wouldn't you say that's so what good. all these ideas kind of are as experimental like within the realms of you still have to make a blockbuster that's going to appeal to the masses i'd say that yeah. the, the ideas yeah. they've got more more often more of them than not are are look like they're trying to do something exciting and different but at the same time your their the next release is looks horrendous yeah that's what's annoying it it, it is going to bomb i I still feel like they're all following the same formula yeah it's yeah yeah, so uh, we're but you wouldn't say that the fact that dark phoenix is going to be terrible and it's going to bomb means mostly like that that's what's going to get these scrapped rather than um you know the fact that every movie that we've talked about we have related to something else that's come out like Deadpool or whatever that's a bad sign if you're like oh this is the you know Fox's version of Justice League or whatever oh they're going to do this it's going to be similar to Deadpool that's not I don't know that's personally not what I want because but people people like Deadpool and Logan like I'm talking about movies like them I want to see more character pieces that don't worry about necessarily canon or continuity and just like jump into telling a really cool character piece and i mean i guess kitty pride and and multiple man and x23 and um gambit are all kind of versions of of that and i I don't know i want to see them like it's it's a shame to me that these could be going because while i'm not going to say these look like x-men's entering a better era x-men seems to understand that they need to adapt to to stay in in vogue and so Mm. i like that they're changing in an interesting way that with the exception of dark phoenix they're not just like sweet let's go make another sequel and yeah, Dark Phoenix I, is I, like the the mm. the the raisin in the salad that's really like messing it all up. Yeah, I'm I'm just worried that they're like acquiescing their acquisitions before they've been acquired, as the saying goes. Yeah, because the the films that we're talking about that are going to be pushing the boat, they're the ones that are like furthest out, so we're yeah. least likely to get them. So for sure, yeah, I mean they're so early in development that yeah, I I think like because. The heads of Disney have said that they're not completely against the idea of like keeping these R-rated movies going because 
um, for a while in the 90s, I think, um, Disney owned or like had shareholding, you know, majority stakes in Miramax, mm-hmm. which made like pop fiction and a bunch of these things. So it's like Disney isn't above funding these things. And I think they know that oversaturating the market with family friendly stuff and not allowing any other stuff to exist isn't a good idea for anyone. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, like, you know, Bob Iger or whatever, he still likes to go see movies with um willies and bums in them um i'm not i'm not saying he's gay (laughs) i'm not accusing him of anything if you're listening bob please don't please don't acquire us um i wouldn't what what would i guess if if disney acquired cole popcher we wouldn't be able to like shit talk their films anymore so yeah maybe yeah (laughs) we've become like like chris hark like a couple of chris hardwicks without the abuse um (laughs) But, um, yeah, so it's interesting because with X-Men, you've got this interesting thing where there are some things like um, Deadpool that you want to keep and be R-rated, but then there's so much else of it that you want to keep under, that you want to bring under the the banner of, um, of the MCU. So it's like maybe we'll see, similar to like the Worlds of DC kind of thing, where we do get these standalone ones that aren't attached to the MCU, but like maybe they they pull the plug on the like I guess uh, what what would you call them like the canon the the main through line of X Men films, which is from X Men two thousand up to Dark Phoenix. Yeah, pull the plug on those, but leave Multiple Man and Gambit or whatever. Yeah, and, and like Deadpool. Deadpool's the only one who could survive an acquisition because, and I we talked about this on our X Men episode. Um, it was my mm. continue the franchise was to have Deadpool be the bridge from the X Men universe to the MCU because he's meta, so he can just talk about it and no one would care that it's being brought up. And yeah, mm. well, I've seen people on. There's a great subreddit called uh, Deadpool Should www.reddit.com forward slash lowercase r forward slash Deadpool Should and it's like all the times that people have just given dumb suggestions being like oh in the next deadpool movie he should uh look at the camera and be like oh batman v superman was bad um and but there's like a lot of people have been suggesting that when stan lee dies he should be the next obligatory cameo higher which is just like well then just you've just got deadpool in your film I feel like when, when Stan Lee passes, they'll just do because in Deadpool two, he doesn't even have an on screen cameo. He's a he's a billboard. I feel like, like just do shit like that. Yeah. Mm. Yep. You've already started doing it because he's not really Real that old. well enough to travel. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's cool. Um, I, I guess to me, the the MCU has been functioning pretty well without X Men up until this point. Pretty well. <laughs> That's an understatement. Yeah, but, it's um, doing all right. <laughs> look, it's doing its best. Um, and I just can't think of a way to introduce the concept of mutants into the MCU at this point. Like, it would just bring up so many questions, like, where have you been all this time? Or, like, yeah, why I, If would... I was... They, they could only do it by introducing them as, like, coming from another, like an alternate universe yeah, right? an alternate but timeline or, yeah and it mm, kind of sucks yeah because because we've talked about that like the mcu and i mean this i guess this is an issue on the comics as well but like celebrating um superheroes but shitting on mutants but i feel like if i was 
in charge of uh, the MCU, if I was say Kevin Feige, uh, I would probably I would just like interview Wolverine. Mm. Yeah, but like like Fantastic Four, bring in the Fantastic Four. Oh and yeah, Doctor they're Doom. fine. Bring in the Fantastic Four because they're 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 great. They're better, and I'm more invested in them than I am the X Men. But just bring in, you know, um, Wolverine. You can hint at Magneto being Scarlet Witch's dad, yeah. and. But you don't need to be like, mutants are real. You'd be like, this is Wolverine, he's a mutant. You don't need to be like, the X-Men are real. There's one in however many people. JFK was a mutant. Mm. Yeah, because to me, the the, the crux of the X-Men, at least in in the media that I've seen of them, is like that parallel to racism or like, you know, um, the, the fact that they're prejudiced against but like what is your average person in the MCU going to see as the difference between someone like Wolverine and someone like Hulk or Captain America right like yeah. there's, they both have powers that you know so it's difficult to me to imagine them being able to incorporate the X-Men in any way other than removing the emphasis on the being a mutant and as you say just have a Wolverine movie and X-Men is sort of like just it's just a, a fun colloquialism that people use for for mutants because the mm. the, prob- the problem is that I I my number one interest would be seeing the slated films move into development but i th- i feel like i'm in the minority in that and that more people want to see the x-men join the avengers and i don't know i just don't think they need to do that do that yeah, with fantastic I, four but I, I mean as much as i'd love to see wolverine join the avengers i would rather see the Fant- i would rather see, i would kind of rather see like if these are my only two options you know i would rather keep going with x-men but reboot it and just get on track you know like abandon your your shitty dark phoenix timeline and you know recast wolverine start from scratch with that do all these things maybe you can cross them over in 10 years or whatever um you know if you're feeling frisky but bring the fantastic four in doc make dr doom or galactus the next thanos in the mcu the next big bear that you spend ages going up to like it's like galactus is the only way to go from thanos and i, I don't think my, um, kevin Feige went to bob Iger and was like hey can you spend 71 billion dollars because we don't have any villains better than thanos yeah but um, maybe you did the mcu is is, is quite kind of like I feel like I've heard Kevin Feige say, say that after Avengers 4, there might not be an emphasis on like going forward to fighting a big bad yeah. guy again, and maybe it'll just be smaller characters. And to your point yeah, of... Yeah, re- phases won't be yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore. And to your point of, of just recast Wolverine, I don't even think they need to do that. Just don't make... Like, don't make any more films. Take this lesson from Deadpool and Logan. Don't, don't make, make any, any more films, films called um, X-Men da-da-da-da-da. Make the X-Men character films. And that way mm. no one's going to be like, oh, well, where's Wolverine? It's like, well, this is a Gambit movie. This is a Kitty Pride movie. Why would we yeah. make a Wolverine? Put Wolverine it would be cool it. to see, like, to them to do, like, Cyclops and shit when they... Because he's a character that got screwed over in the movies. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I don't think the MCU needs anything more just yeah. yet. You know, like, I feel like if they're starting to introduce, if they introduce the X-Men into the MCU, I feel like it would be a similar thing that happened with DC, where they 
you know, pushed too much together too mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have had like what, 13, is it 13 films? 20. Uh, 20. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Man of the Wasp was 20. Oh, okay. Um, but I think they have a, they can do so much more before they need yeah. to start looking outside and I, of. I think they're smarter than that as well. Like, yeah. like uh, uh, Marvel can be like, okay, this we'll do this in five years because you know we, we'll sustain up until then. But DC, like, we have to do this now, or we're going to fuck it up, or yeah. we're not, we're not going to be around. Do the death of Superman movie and storyline in your second film. Um, yeah, yeah. My the the way I think of it is that if the MC like you, if the MCU is a a um puddle of frozen yogurt and you're at the store and you've been like putting different toppings on it that gel with the flavor of frozen yogurt you've chosen adding x-men at this point would be like you've got chocolate frozen yogurt and dumping a bunch of gummy bears on it like dumping more stuff for the sake dumping yeah no it's fun it's fun and exciting but it doesn't it doesn't blend with the flavors you've already got in there. Like it's, it's putting more on because you've got access to it and not putting more on there because it's a good idea for the story. Mm. Well, uh, I don't know about you guys, but (laughs) I just became very hungry for some frozen yogurt. Now, what do you say? We bloody wrap this thing up. Let's do it. So thank you very much for listening, everybody. Um, if you have any opinions on any of the stuff we've said, um, do anything. not message us. No, do. Please do. Um, you can comment no, wherever you're watching don't this. don't tell me. My confidence can't take Find it. our personal Facebook pages <laughs> and send us a message. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so, yeah, you can find Cop Opture on Facebook, as we said, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Um, SoundCloud. YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. And also iTunes and um, Stitcher. Sure, let's plug our Stitcher. Um, And uh, you can also email us. Let's plug our Libsyn. (laughs) Copopshamedia at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. And tune in next fortnight where we'll be discussing um, Sony's universe of Spider-Man characters. No, Sony's universe of Marvel characters is the official. Or... Um, yeah, boy. Tune in next week. We're on film franchise fortnights. We're going to be covering a very spooky franchise. Mm. It's just a little tease for the Cold Popshire podcast. Mm. There you go. All right. Thank you for joining me, Jess and Richard. That's okay, said Jess. That's all right. Very Steve kind of you, Richard. Hey, no, AJ. Look, we're all in this together. Yeah. And if you want to learn more about being all in this together go to spotify look up the high school musical soundtrack and uh bloody send your ears on a journey on that note we'll see you later everybody oh we miss you aj can you come to auckland that's yeah. official now it's, it's canon yeah all right it's canon uh-